Hi and welcome to another episode of Mark's Motivational Podcast. So this is basically a rerun of a, a podcast from back in August. Um, great interview with Margaret Grant, an Irish author. Um, sorry I didn't get a live one on tonight, just I was away in um, Munich for the weekend. Uh, lovely city, really, really good. Um, it was the 50th anniversary of the Olympics in um, in um, Munich this weekend. So I got to do with 10K, so it's a it's a lovely city, well worth a visit. Um, but um, yeah, I hope you're all doing doing well, and um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. So join us again for another uh, one next week. I'll get another author on. Take care. Thanks for listening. Hi and welcome to Mark's motivational podcast for another Authors Tuesday. Uh, today I'm delighted to be joined by another great author, and uh, Margaret Grant. Um, she's another Irish author, so um, I'm, I'm very excited to be, t- to be talking to her. She's she's in France at the moment, so uh, thanks a lot for taking the time to come into the podcast tonight, Margaret. Uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, happy to be here. Brilliant, brilliant. And would you like to maybe start the podcast off just to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and what books you have out there at the moment? Would be brilliant start. Okay, so will I start with the book? Yeah, I'll start with the book. This is it. Yes. Um, it's probably backwards. I don't know if it is. No, I can see but, it perfect. Um, 311, yeah. Okay. So the title is 311, and it's a novel. 311 refers to the date, March the 11th, hmm. 2011. And uh, so it opens in Tokyo on March the 11th, 2011, when Japan was hit by a very massive earthquake. And mm-hmm. uh, so there's five, there's kind of five protagonists in it, all of whom are based in Tokyo. Um, so they're not, so the, the earthquake affected, affected Tokyo, but it had a worse effect further north. So they're not personally too badly affected by the earthquake. I mean, they're badly shaken, but you know, they just, uh, you know, in, in their homes, they just lose some cups and glasses and things like that. They don't, you know, mm. they're grand. Yeah. But I suppose that the experience shakes them and they uh, end up like, it's kind of, it becomes a catalyst in their lives that they, they um, their lives kind of take different turns, you know, from, mm-hmm. from where they were headed. So it's like this catalyst in the lives of the, the five five women who are, friends and they're in a book club together and uh, so they kind of each get their section in the novel and then in the final part of the novel back together again so uh, that's how it works it's kind of like um, told in six different sections where each of okay. the main characters have their own story yeah 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 okay oh, and you were saying that you were you were saying you, you won an award for that so that was great that you won I an award did. for your, for your I novel. won an award um, it's yeah I won an award it was called the Premio Emotion which I think think means the special emotion prize in a in um the city of Catolica in Italy uh, a literary prize they have so um the book was published by a uh, by an Italian based publishers so I, that's why it was entered in an award in Italy which I might have heard of otherwise I suppose so um yeah so that was a nice isn't it? It's great to get, get get yourself out there with a recognition. It yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because you know when um, you're 
hobby or your passion or whatever it's not um it's not very sociable and it's not necessarily good for your health so it's sort of a strange thing to be doing in your spare time so i think it's nice to get a bit of recognition and a bit of encouragement i suppose to keep going yeah with, uh, yeah not to, exactly not to put it to one side yeah and have you always been a writer yourself, Margaret? Where did the journey begin for yourself? Uh, no, not not always. No, definitely not. Um, I've always been a reader. Um, and I think often I kind of wonder, I wonder, could I do that? I wonder, could I write something that people would be interested to, to read? Um, and then I suppose when I, I lived in Tokyo for 11 years, so um, when I was there um a few years in anyway i remember seeing um creative writing class advertised and um it was was in english so i thought why don't i what i don't do that and uh you know just one evening a week kind of thing and so i joined that class and enjoyed it and the following year went to another class um yeah so it was just something i did kind of occasionally and mm. but gradually I got more and more into it and I suppose what was it 2014 I did a master's in creative writing in 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 England and um yeah it was then that I started working on on this but um yeah it took a while to to get it published so and how long did it is that your first book that you've written uh, your first novel yeah. you've written yourself did before that attempt I did attempt another novel prior to that but and I suppose I completed the first draft by the time I'd finished the first draft by the time I'd finished it I was kind of and I didn't think there was really enough in it to, to make it worth my while I, I lost interest in it didn't feel worth my while trying to you know uh improve on that first draft which wasn't very good so I just left it to one side so it's yeah it's the first that I properly wrote we'll say yeah yeah it is yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. and how long did it take you to write that Margaret did it take you long to, to put it the took together? about two years yeah it took mm -hmm. about two years because I started it on the masters so i was mm -hmm. um so i had that year that was kind of dedicated to writing and then um after the masters i was i was just working part-time for a while so i had yeah. that bit of time that i was able to get it finished so yeah it took about two years yeah mm -hmm. yeah and it's a great achievement when you when you finish isn't it it's just it just feels great to have have the finished product yeah yeah yeah, it is. I mean, I think in a way you're never really sure if it is finished, like if you could do, yeah. you know, a little bit more, but then, you know, you can drive yourself mad with it as well, you know, just leave, leave, yeah. it, leave it for a while. Um, it is great to get it finished, very hard to get published, um, mm. you know, and, and that's another, that's another thing. So, yeah, yeah. Mm. And where can people uh, get the book? It's obviously available on Amazon and do you have it in bookshops yeah. as well yourself? Yeah, it's um, so at the moment it's not on, it's available to order in several bookshops. It's not really on the shelves as yet. Um, okay. Yeah, 
I mean, the publishers have said that in time it it will hopefully become available more in bookshops. But at the moment, it's kind of you can order it from Waterstone or from one or two other places, but it's um it's not actually on on their shelves yet. Yeah, but it's yeah. on it's on Amazon. Well, you can send me the link. Some uh, people, everyone that's listening, can yeah. pick up pick yeah. up a copy. Yeah. So that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That, that's yeah. great. And and how did you find yourself um, through the pandemic with the with your writing? Did you find that affected your your um, your writing, or how 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 was that experience for yourself? Well, um, it was actually so. Um, it was actually during the first part of the. The first lockdown that I um, started searching so for for this book um, in about 2017, I was sending it out to to agents and and I'd listened to um, Donald Ryan in an interview and he said that he'd had 50 rejections before he got his first novel published so mm. I had this kind of aim I thought I'll aim for 50 and if I if I haven't found a publisher by 50 I'll maybe well I didn't know if I'd give up but I thought I'll have a think about it <laughs> and yeah. anyway yeah. I got to about 25 yeah <laughs> so I think I got to about 25 rejections you know I so I was I was getting a lot of rejections I mean a lot of people don't answer you so I mean with 25 mm. rejections, it means you've probably sent out about 50, which Dolan Ryan had said with his as well, that he'd had 50 rejections, but it was really more likely to be 100 because a lot of people don't, don't reply. Um, mm. So I got to about 25 and then just things in my life were kind of hectic. So I just kind of pressed the pause button and I said, I'll, I'll, I can't rejections as well as everything else I'm dealing with at the moment. So I pressed pause and it wasn't really until the first lockdown that I started sending out again so while I wasn't doing much writing during the lockdown I, I started um, submitting the novel again and right. eventually found, found a publisher so yeah so that was yeah that was I suppose not yeah so I wasn't writing but I managed to get something out there so I suppose it was, hmm. was um, worthwhile but um, yeah but I had a lot of change I suppose during I um before six months before the pandemic or before like things really got bad I'd moved to Thailand and I'd started work in Thailand and then I had to leave Thailand because of the pandemic and so I went I was I was staying in my aunt's house for the first few months then I thought I'd be going back to Thailand the following September kind of thing but um, they told me to wait that they weren't sure about things yet and then as you know the pandemic went on and things got worse before they got better so mm. I um I went back down to Tipperary where I'm from and I I went back to my old job and but I I didn't have a place to live you know so I ended up in a in a house share kind of thing yeah really difficult yeah. um you know when you're not really young anymore it's it's makes it I don't know if it's easy when you're young either but um yeah. when you're getting older it becomes really difficult and it wasn't mm. a situation where I could be writing in the evening or writing at the weekend so so that wasn't great for me um yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so it, yeah it was just it was a very um 
it was the time of, and uh, yeah, so and mm-hmm. yeah, and then my aunt got COVID, and I went to stay with her to to kind of help her. So um, she because she became very ill, but um, yeah, so no, it wasn't it wasn't a time for me to write. <laughs> to be honest, no, no, but, I know, yeah, um, I did get my yeah. book out in that time. So yeah. 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 But it's a it's a good thing what you're saying there because um once you kind of you keep going with it like you know you didn't give up you you kind of utilize the time you had really to um to to, to persevere and you know not to give up so because like well done to you because it can be hard like when you're getting sending so much letters out for publishers can't it yeah 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 it's yeah. very hard it is yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah. It is, yeah. Mm. And do you do you have a kind of a um a ske- um a schedule you follow with your writing as well? Do you do you kind of write um no. a certain amount of words a day, or what what way do you do it yourself? No, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Um, and I spend um. I think a lot of time thinking about what I'm going to write before I write it, and I'm not one of these people who either has a set time or a set goal. Um, no. Um, when I write, I, I tend to write in the morning, but um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't have a set pattern or a set goal. What I liked uh, before the pandemic, I li- used to like to go to cafes to write. I found like, well, mm, this is nice. Aside this time and go to a cafe and write. And I found that really conducive. But then during the pandemic, you couldn't really do that. Um, mm. And I haven't really got back into doing that. Uh, so it's usually, when I write, it's usually in the morning. Um, so either before work or, yeah, if I'm not working, you know, if I have the day off or whatever in the morning is kind of the best time for me to, to do it. And um I don't know. For me, I, I wouldn't really find that helpful because it's not really all about work, you know, because you end up deleting an awful lot of your words anyway. So, mm. um, yeah, so I, I so kind of, um, you know, try to keep it fairly regular because I think it doesn't it loses its momentum so I suppose try to try to um be fairly regular with it but um at the same time not giving myself too hard a time if if um, yeah I don't write for a while um yeah so mm-hmm. I I don't know um I know you're it's a motivational podcast and I don't know if I'm the best person to motivate people because I'm kind of a bit lackadaisical but um yeah but I suppose I still I think I still persevere I suppose I still do keep coming back to it and yeah yeah well well well, that's motivation itself because everybody has their own way like of of doing it you know because because when it when it it gets done like you've done a novel so that that's 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 what what more motivation can that be so yeah that's that's pretty yeah yeah. true 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 yeah great stuff yeah yeah Um, yeah. i suppose you must have had to do a lot of research with your book that you've done like the um uh, how how did you find that would like the amount of research you would have had to do with the type of book see 
not no. really because I, I lived in Japan for 11 okay. years so mm. I wasn't it wasn't really like when I when I wrote about so it's really not very much about the earthquake it's about ha what happened to these um mm. friends, you know the 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 course that their lives take so yeah. I didn't really have to do research much because I had lived in Japan for a long time okay I did yeah. find myself looking back on things about the earthquake all right that you would have forgotten mm. um yeah I did but um it was minimal really yeah I I don't I I don't see myself ever writing enough or a lot of research I don't think I, I think I'm a bit lazy for that. So I think I'll stick to things that are either futurist uh, within my my field of experience, I suppose. I don't see myself um, ever. I don't, yeah, I don't think I'd fancy to do too much research, no. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be with you there with that myself. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be the same. <laughs> I'd be the same. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I really... I enjoy like historical novels and things, reading them, but I don't think I'd ever write. No. And I think that's just, that's really hard work, you know? Um, mm. so. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's a nice segue into the next question I was going to ask you, uh, Margaret. Um, what, what, what kind of novels or books or, or um, authors kind of um, inspired you? And what was your favorite kind of uh, books to read yourself? Um. Well, I read quite widely. I think uh, a book that inspired me before before I wrote this novel was, um, you know, the Joy Look Club by Amy Tan. She's oh, yeah, a, yeah. an American author, Chinese American, and so I suppose be, because it took a similar form to to the novel I wrote and that it was kind of separate stories um, mm. which linked together to form to form a in in that I think I was a little bit inspired by her or I just remember reading that and thinking oh I think I could do this um, mm. so I suppose it has inspired me in in that way yeah 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 um, oh yeah yeah, and I think that's great, cause, you know, because um, yeah, I, I always find that like even stories that like I've written my first book as well, like about children's book, uh, children's book. So like, I suppose like everybody has their different books, like because when I I was a kid, I kind of wrote that like um, Eden Eden Blyton and all that kind of stuff. That they, they yeah. kind of inspire yeah, you, no. like don't they? The same on there, yeah. Yeah, no, I loved Eden Blyton when I was growing up. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, I read all the famous five and secret sevens, and yeah. they're all still at home, actually. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're great book yeah. books. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't think it occurred to me when I was that small. It never occurred to me to write. So it was like mm. it wasn't until I, like in my early third or I suppose I did. You know, like in school we would have had you know we'd have done some writing that, but I don't think it ever occurred to me to write story. I might do um until I was older like you know mm. early 30s kind of thing it just didn't really occur to me to do it before then um yeah, yeah. but I think I'd always had stories going around in my head mm -hmm. yeah. like I was always making up stories 
entertain myself, but it never mm. write them down. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. It it kind of just comes to you, like it just came to you. Like that's what I found with me myself. I had the like something similar. You have yeah. these stories yeah. and you decide yeah. to put them down on paper. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh I have these stories and, and be playing around with them for a while before I would put them down on paper. And I think it was, yeah. Um when like when I was went to writing workshops in Tokyo when I was there, I remember the teacher saying to going around in her head in the morning. And I was like, what's she talking about? What does she mean? And I remember waking up one morning and I had the story going around in my head. And I was just kind of enjoying the story before I got out of bed. And then I thought, oh, that's what she's talking about. I'll write this down. And like, it wasn't a story about me. It was like actual, I realized I, I kind of had these I'd had this all my life, like that I'd ha have characters in my head and I'd be thinking about them, mm. and, you know, where they might go and what they might do. Um, yeah, but it just hadn't really occurred to me to, to write them down. Yeah, so. Yeah. 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 And you're glad you're, you're glad you did now? <laughs> um, you know, I'm not sure. We'll see, we'll see how it goes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know. I mean, do every does everybody have this, or is it just some people? You know, like mm. all people have characters that are random there in their heads, or <laughs> is it just yeah, yeah. certain people who end up writing mm. stories? You know, don't mm. know. Can't get yeah, inside other people's heads to to find out. Yeah, no, that's an interesting point because I remember I had someone on the podcast before, and they were saying like these characters. It was like. It was like when you created them, they kind of came to life. They, they can kind of even influence you in in in, in the way to write write a story. Does that make sense? Yeah, Did yeah, you find that? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they do kind of come to life. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, once once you're writing, I think. I mean, they become very real to me anyway as I'm writing them. So if somebody says yeah. to me, well, why they, don't they do it? And you're saying, I'm thinking, just didn't. They just wouldn't. That's just, you yeah. know, that's not what they did. <laughs> that's not yeah. what they do. And, you know, it's just, yeah. Yes, yeah, so yeah. they do become very real. Yeah. 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 They, they won't let you, if, if they're not happy with it, they won't, <laughs> the story won't go that way. That's, <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? yeah 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 but uh no that, that's great and um yeah so like make sure you, you send me your your links to your to your book so i can put them on the the show notes for people to buy you know De definitely yeah yeah I will yeah. Indeed, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so what's next for you margaret have you any uh more uh books on the way have you are you, are you um working on another novel or what, what's what's next <laughs> Yeah, I'm just coming to the end of the first draft. Okay. Novel. Um, it's yeah, it's going to be a very messy first draft, but I'm coming towards the end of it, which is good. Um, and after I have finished this, I think I'm just going to kind of write some essays and stuff for a while. I don't think I'll I'll embark on another novel for a while, uh, mm. because I. 
I'm busy at work. So, yeah, so it's yeah. kind of, yeah, I think it'd be easier just to kind of set myself tasks of writing shorter pieces than, than mm. uh, embarking in another novel. So I have a kind of a vague idea for a third novel, but um, yeah, I'm not going to start on it until it becomes clearer and um, yeah. I'm working on so it will need a lot of redrafting before it's before it's decent kind of thing so yeah yeah that's really the kind of hard part isn't it Margaret the, like the the drafts you know getting the edited like you know you think you're yeah. like wow I've got this yeah. book in them <laughs> did you did you have yeah. any um, people like uh, beta readers is that what's called people that read your book and give you yeah. um yeah how yeah. did you find that Yeah, well, when, because I wrote, because I started the, the, this one, because I started it when I was um, writing masters, we workshop sections of our, you know, of whatever we were working on. So the first kind of half of the finish before I finished the masters, and it was in reasonably good shape because mm. I, I'd had to submit, you know, I chunks of it. And that worked quite well for this book, I think, because because it's written in sections anyway. So it's kind of well, that section's okay. And then, and then when I did finish through to the end, then I I I sent it to friends that I made on on the masters. And I think probably mm. with this novel I'm working, that will be the same. I'll send it to one or two of them when when it's de you know this draft will be so messy. I need to look through it my before I'd send yeah. it to anybody else like because some of it probably just won't make sense so once it's kind of probably at the second draft then I might send it on to some um and, and get and get some feedback from them and, and see where I go from from there yeah that's the plan yeah. anyway yeah. yeah it's great help it's great to get a second opinion because they can pick up, up yeah, other stuff second that, or maybe, maybe definitely yeah, yeah because you, if yeah, yeah. Mm something isn't clear because it's clear to me I might just assume it's clear to the reader that kind of thing so you need even yeah. just for clarity's sake you need you need it. so um yeah so it might be yeah one or two or even three people that I'll send it to um you see how it goes yeah one or two probably is enough really because yeah you know for first stage anyway yeah yeah no that, that's yeah it's a great plan yeah yeah opposing views either kind of thing you don't yeah, want to quite. get too many kind of too many voices you know you you don't want to get confused mm, yeah exactly like because i think what can happen is like you know what i find by having different people on the podcast you know you don't want to change the first draft totally because that can take the take the you know, your own kind of stamp on it really can't it like that's what i feel yeah yeah. 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 And I think you want you want someone to read it who you know likes your writing and your voice, mm. but but will also be honest enough to tell you where you're where you're going wrong and where where things aren't as good as they could be. Like so, so you need honesty, but you also need somebody who does tend to like. Point and giving it to somebody who, who just doesn't like the way you write or something, you know, it's that's um, yeah, that's not going to work either. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. 
And because you, you mentioned earlier on as well at the start that you um you kind of went to a writers group because I, I find them really really helpful because we, we do one every um Saturday where you work out prompts. Um, was there something similar yeah. with the group you went to? Yeah, yeah, I do. It's it's very helpful, and um, I also I um I taught a writing group in Clonmel. Um, in I suppose it was 20, 2017, 2018. and and that was actually that was actually really good because I do the exercises myself. So even though I was the teacher, I was also getting the same kind of. Um, it was getting more benefit from the students because uh, when I, with the prompts, I do the prompts too. And if I set homework, well, I do the homework as well. And um, so I found that also really helpful as a writer. Mm. And I was kind of researching things to, to set, set them and, and it was beneficial to me as well kind of thing. So that was very good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that definitely that helps. And also, can lead, you know, sometimes the prompt will just lead to a paragraph or two, but sometimes mm. it can lead to a longer work or it can feed into something that you're actually working on yourself anyway. It can sort of mm. enrich it somehow or give you a fresh idea for, for the direction to take that. So, yeah, I think that's very useful. Also because writing is a bit solitary, it's nice to have some company when you're doing it. Uh, Definitely. So I used to find... Um, sometimes even to like meet up in a coffee shop with somebody else who's who's wanting to write and the two of you decide well now we're just going to write but you have that kind of companionship doing it yeah and mm. i found that very very helpful just help you sleep yeah and i think strange hobby to have like writing it's not it, it's a bit of a strange hobby to have so it's nice to have yeah. um companions in it Definitely. who understand what you're going through and who like you know sometimes when you're searching for the right word and you know your sister or your friend or your wife or whatever and they just mightn't understand why you really want a certain word or you're kind of confused about how you might type a certain situation whereas if you're talking to somebody else who who tries to write then they'll they'll know what you're getting at you know what I mean so yeah yeah, you know, exactly. Uh, <laughs> a lot, they might, yeah, yeah. It mm. makes more sense to them. Which a lot of people, it's not really interesting. You know, say, is this the right word for this situation, or does that really describe it? Yeah. You know, um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, no, like uh, that makes perfect sense because even like for uh, we, uh, we write songs together as well. A friend, a friend of mine, like we write some songs, and uh, uh, absolutely, like it's yeah. it's the, kind of the same thing because you're. You, you both understand what you're doing together like it's it, it's a you know it's 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 a kind of you both are in the same wavelength with 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 the stuff you're doing yeah exactly yeah 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 that's mm -hmm. yeah. great but listen uh, is there anything else i haven't asked you margaret tonight that you'd like to share with the, the listeners any anything you're 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 doing or have you got a website or anything like that you, you want to share with people So the website is margaretgrantnovelist.com. Okay, great. M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T, Grant, G-R-A-N-T, novelist.com. Yeah. Great. And, and then yeah, you... you can find 
to Instagram and Facebook on that as well. So, yeah. Quite <laughs> so, Mar- you can no. find, yeah. Yeah, you can find links to Instagram and Facebook on the on the website and um, you can sign up to a newsletter. I have a newsletter, um, which I need to write a, a, another one soon. But um, yeah, that's there as well. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, so you can share them with me on the um, send them over by, by email or, or messenger, and I can put them on the great. on the show notes yeah. for people to find as well. So listen, Margaret, okay. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. It's been great talking to you about your work and and your book it looks amazing. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, so that was Margaret Grant. Everybody, thanks a million for coming on, and I wish you all the success going forward with your writing as well. Thank you. Thank. You. Okay. Thanks. Okay. So thanks everyone for listening to and watching on YouTube to Mark's Motivational Podcast, another Authors Tuesday with author Margaret Grant. Uh, great, great interview. So uh, stay tuned for next time for our next interview. Take care. Thanks and good night. Thanks again, thanks again, Margaret. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Mark here. Thank you for watching another episode of my Authors Tuesday podcast. I recently published a book of children's stories called The Adventures of Larry Lampost and Friends. The book began life as bedtime stories I wrote for my own children. If you'd like to purchase my book, follow the link in the description box below. By buying my book, you are also supporting my podcast series for authors, which is giving a voice to writers in Ireland and across the world.